The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm here tonight, backed up as usual by Sue Timberlake. (laughs) Backed up? I'm in front of the parade. I'm a Republican. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And uh, shortly to be shot, I'm sure, but... (laughs) No, 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 no. We're 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 crazy left wingers. Uh, oh, okay. We okay. prefer the guillotine. Um, <laughs> and John o. Roberts is pushing the buttons and wondering once again what he's doing here. I never really. I don't question anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, life is just empty and meaningless now. I've been doing this show with you for so long. <laughs> I feel those that way. I mean, nice. I mean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess we both got shot with that one. Yeah. <laughs> We've turned genre into Werner Herzog. <laughs> so, um We'd love to hear from you during uh the show or after the show, really anytime. And you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. Uh you can leave a comment at our at Facebook.com slash civil politics radio, our community there. You can fire us a tweet at CivilPoliticsFM, or you can uh, send us an email, CivilPoliticsRadio at ValleyFreeRadio.org. We do also have our own dedicated website, which is CivilPoliticsRadio.com, and that has recordings of previous episodes of the show, supplemental episodes that we've done, and, uh, I don't know, links to things that we uh, talk about, Uh, you know, and info on people who come on the show and so forth. Uh, during the show, uh, Jamra makes an, at least an attempt to sort of look up things we say and fact check us. And when he finds things that are of interest, he will throw them up on our Twitter and Facebook and use the hashtag civil references to make it easier for people to play along at home. Uh, and Jamra, you do that, of course, using the our bespoke dedicated Google search, right? Which was your great idea. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I actually have... At this point, memorize the um, the sources that we that we use. So <laughs> I don't actually use the the search. But um, if you have not completely memorized all of the websites and sources that we that we depend on on civil politics, you can go to civilpoliticsradio.com. There is a link to trusted news sources. There's a list of websites um, where we get information for fact fact uh based news opinion and analysis local news uh and uh world politics so uh you can go there all of the websites on there were voted by all three of us um if there was a veto if one person didn't really like the the website then it was immediately trashed so we all agree on the website power oh yeah i remember that that process a few things fell off that list oh Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff (laughs) Yeah. A bunch of stuff fell off that list just because uh, one of us didn't. one of us just well we didn't know what it was and we were like yeah we don't really and uh, some of them 
uh, two of us didn't like. One of them, I know a few of them, like, I just didn't like, and they just got cut off. Because so, you're, you know, some of us are more equal than others. But yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. we were all co-equal in that. Everybody Every got their say. Yeah. Um, and you guys wouldn't let me put the Socialist Workers Weekly on there. I was so sad. <laughs> Wait, it's not supposed to be on there? Whoops. <laughs> uh, no, so, it should be, comrade. <laughs> you can tell the guy with the money, right? Who yeah, put those exactly. Socialist, socialist yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Look, uh, when I was told that I was a useful idiot, I was just happy to know I was useful. <laughs> so, the, uh, so, yeah, the if you go to the website, click on the Trusted News Source, you'll see the list, and there is a uh, dedicated... Google search that will only search those sites. So put in whatever terms you want, and though that will come up, you can sort it by date or by prevalence. Rev, Stocking Yavin relevant. Yeah, that you know words. You yeah. you know words. Any topic that you'd like to look up. Yeah, whatever. It's just a Google search, but it only searches specific uh, sites. So. Check that out. Yeah. I thought it was worth giving it a shout out yeah. uh, here oh, in the new year in case, I don't know, utility. maybe we've picked up new listeners. One can hope. <laughs> or driven away a few. That oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it could be, but I, I don't know. And it's just because it's hard for us to check exactly if we've got like how many new listeners we might have at any one time. No, we have hundreds. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we, yeah, we, we actually, we know you're out there and we love you very much. Yeah. Right. So, I like the ones in other countries. That's always a surprise to me. But d- usually yeah. they knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who gave them a link to us or something, I right? think we have a few in Australia. Really? Please be careful. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah did, I, I, I just saw a report. Uh, I'm trying to remember where it was. Uh, maybe our trusted news sources will, will f- find it and verify it. But I saw a report suggesting... Uh, uh, I think it was an Australian soil scientist is concerned that the bushfires down there are the, these fires are burning hot enough in these scorched conditions. Oh, with those fire tornado things. Yeah, exactly that kind of thing. That uh, the uh, uh, trivalent chromium, the chromium three in the soil down there, which is totally benign. We'll go to hexavalent. Yeah, go to hexavalent. Oh, that's very chromium six, which yeah, is yeah, very carcinogenic. Yeah, which is I mean that was the pollutant, the toxic chemical in the Aaron Brockovich movie that it was that a whole bunch of other things sure yeah but i mean that was the one that was the big smoking gun they they found it's like yeah don't drink the water right below the brass factory in goshen either yeah because guess what brass works does creates hexavalent chromium i didn't know that yeah unfortunately electroplating all that stuff well that makes sense anyway so uh i hope that's uh you know i hope that doesn't happen but uh can you imagine how how bad it would be if suddenly like you know all that windblown dust becomes carcinogenic, too. It's wicked. I feel bad. Isn't it a billion animals at this point they're saying they think? I, I mean, they're obviously— 30% of the koalas, they think, have died because the minute the fire starts, they go up a tree. Right. Well, and normally the fires don't burn as, 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 as hot or as high or as, as long, and so yeah. the koalas can ride them out at the top of a tree. So. I don't know. It's—yeah. Uh, Anyone who doesn't believe in— climate change yeah needs to be sent to australia for a week well and it's hard it's obviously they're only estimating i mean they don't know they aren't yeah. counting the, the 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 bodies but you know based on like well this is how many live in this you know the population density and this is how big the area is so yeah. here's the math it's wicked yeah uh yeah 
So um, we were thinking about talking about the Democratic debate earlier this week. Yeah, from one topic to another, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, I'd literally just been thinking about, or just seen that article just before I yeah. packed up and came over here, and I just I'm glad I remembered the hexavalent col- uh, chromium right off the top of my head. You could yeah. tell I used to do toxicology. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And yeah. that was like 40 years ago, so yeah. And <laughs> it's so, by the way, still bad. Chromium three is is trivalent, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I was doing that right myself. Okay. So go ahead, Jammer. Sorry. No, it's just the debate. What was going on? That's what we're. Oh, and it wasn't about to. hexavalent chromium. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, environmental just, change. We were. We yeah. were. We have um, evidence-based radio uh, at six o'clock to seven, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they can cover that. <laughs> another uh, uh, another fine show here on yes. Valley Free Radio, also part of the Planetside Podcast Network. It's true. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, though. <laughs> you say it at the end of the podcast every every week. Yeah. So uh, sure. it wasn't explosive. The debate. It wasn't. No. Um, there wasn't any zaniness Not happening. The climate. The the debate was uh, was perfectly. Yeah, I was really happy about that. There were a lot of people online saying, "Oh, it was boring. The debate was boring." It's like that's that's what it should be. <laughs> they were just talking about policy. Yeah. A little bit about like interpersonal stuff, but not that much. And that's pretty much what this primary has been about, which is really really nice. Which I, th- I think it's fascinating that they focused on a lot of the commentary and responses I've seen have been focused on, you know, this minor spat, this this disagreement. Okay, know, so we should between Senator Sanders and Warren. We should go over that a bit for anybody that doesn't know right what's going on. So oh, you're looking at me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so the questioner asked Bernie Sanders right. that he had commented in 2018 in a closed meeting. Right, because there have been news reports saying that Sanders had, had made comments privately that, oh, yeah, woman can't win or something yeah. like Basically, that. Yeah, and they asked him about it. Yeah, yeah they, there was a conversation that he and, and Elizabeth Warren had before she announced uh, in what in like her apartment, they were talking about them them both running for president, and she says that he said that a woman can't win uh, the presidency. He was afraid that a woman couldn't win, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was softer than that, but it yeah. was the message is the same. Yeah. So, and he said Pretty that close, yeah. he didn't say that, um, but I think. And then the 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 moderators asked them about that because it's CNN and they're messy. Oh, and the question that asked when they asked um, Elizabeth Warren, yeah, they just ignored what Bernie just said to yeah. them. Yeah, it's like, did you say that? No, I did not. When he said that to you, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, how I did, did you think, feel? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was kind of great. <laughs> I, well, it's because it was a woman asking, it was just sort of like, so, sir, why did you say that? Well, I didn't. Okay. How did you feel when he said that? Just like, yeah. told, like, of course he's lying. Of course he's wrong. Of course yeah. he doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, that was it. It, it rang, and a, I thought she. It was rang gonna... true for me though, because I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's like watching people t- talking to my parents about what happened. It's like, so dad, did you do this? No, I did not. Mom, did it? When did he do that? He's like, yeah. well, he did that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. well, that's the thing. Like, it's they they were creating drama, yeah. and yeah. CNN does that a lot. And and Elizabeth Warren, when she responded, went well out of her way to try and tamp it down. She did. She, she did, did a, a good she job. She did have of a that. good response. Yeah. It's just the. She said it's the question in the room, and mm-hmm. that the if you look at this panel, the only people 
that have never lost an election are, are her and Amy Klobuchar. Yeah. I true. Which I thought softened it because it's like everybody's everybody. That's a question that's in the room. Even even if Bernie didn't raise it or did, you know, she just. I thought she she sidestepped it. She has run in three elections, including this one. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Uh, she I went in twenty twelve. Two Senate, two Senate, Senate races, races, and I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, they she she's she's on stage with 12. someone that has been with in Klobuchar has been twelve twelve races. So, or ten, but in that I could vicinity. see her, but Elizabeth Warren saying, "Well, we've only we've never lost races." Bernie's been in politics his entire life, so like maybe like 150 years, right? <laughs> um, Biden has been in politics for Since most of his boy, life, think, right? so that's like you know about a hundred, <laughs> hundred seventy years, you know, yeah. ah, hundred hundred thirty. How about we do that? Of course, they've lost races. Well, and they most recently have lost presidential races, both Bernie and yep. Biden. That, I mean, if she said that, or yeah. like if she said, well, on, but she couldn't say the only the women haven't lost presidential races. So yeah. she had to go back 30 years to include everybody. Yeah. And it's like in 30 years, of course, you're going to lose races. I didn't that I am no. glad I, that was the best way that she could handle that. But it still was. I think you're misremembering what she said, because she said, we're the only ones. Uh, Senator Klobuchar and I are the only ones who have never lost an election. And uh, we're, you know, we're the only ones who've, who've beaten an uh, beaten an incumbent Republican in the past 30 years. And Bernie's like, well, I did it. It's like, yeah. 31 years ago. In 1990, yeah. which is 30 years ago because yeah. it's 2020. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's like, yes, you did it 30 years ago. And she did it in 2012. Yeah, so they're basically arguing that, that women can beat Trump. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not discounting that. I'm saying that they're comparing very different records. Yeah. Uh, long spent, long spent, like if... If you're, if I'm gonna say I've never, I've never done this, and I'm comparing myself to someone that's like way older than me, like there is someone that like in that time there there is more of a chance for that thing to happen. Yeah, that's true. So that's 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 the w- something like, like the way Pete Buttigieg was like Senator Warren, you've got way more money than I do. It's like she's twice your age. Of dude. course, so, yeah. she's had a lucrative career, and, and he's she lost was... two or three elections. He's yeah. lost already, and he's a young man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's yeah. She kind of group people. Yeah. You know, he can't make you can't do that unless you you were rich before, which he, I don't think he was. Yeah. So, and he hasn't really done that much other than be in the military, which is not lucrative. And he left his job, didn't he? Yeah, to he be in the military. Yeah. yeah, he worked Wasn't at... Wasn't he the mayor and he went... Didn't he go huh? from his yes, mayorship? He, he, he was. he served while he was mayor. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he left and they held his job and he came back to it. He, being a mayor of a small city is not going to give you a lot of money. Like, she's 70. Of course yeah, she has more money. Yeah, in fact, being money. in government, you don't usually make money unless you have oh. some other leverage. And she's an economist. Yeah. <laughs> she was an economist for a little bit. Tax attorney. Tax, Tax attorney. attorney. Like one of the wor- one of the nation's experts on bankruptcy law. Exactly. So, so. if you're if uh, so those kinds of things, th- those like I'm I'm not this oh, compared comparison. to you. It's it's a false equivalency. Like yeah. it's not. Good point. You know that that yeah. that kind of annoyed me, but yeah. the way that she put it, 
I think was the best way that she could sidestep it. Because yeah. people do ask that question. People do say, can, you know, can, yeah. can yeah. a Catholic win? Can a black man win? Can a, yeah, I think true. that I think when they met, this is my interpretation. Yeah. They were talking and Bernie said, it's going to be really hard for you to win uh, for a woman to win in this environment because you're running against a misogynist and a lot of his bully. followers that <laughs> a bully and a white man will f- probably fare easier, easier, not better, but easier than a woman. Yeah, and there's a lot, still a lot of sexism to contend with in our yeah. society, and it's and like it's true. And, and I'm sure she was aware of that. Yeah. It's true, yeah. and the the thing well, is, well, they said that, that to Ginger Rogers too. They said you you have to do what Fred Astaire does, but backwards and in high heels. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it's, she said I can do that. It's going to be an uphill battle for anybody on the on the blue side, but it's going to be a it's going to be a tough battle for for a woman to to do that. And if he says I don't think that's it's going to happen then that's one thing if he's talking about this specific race. Maybe which trying I to think talk that's her out of it or t- make sure maybe she's... Maybe they're yeah. both politicians. Yeah. People yeah, forget and they, that. And they like both want both the job. Politicians. Yeah. You know? Bernie is a politician. He's not just a guy. He's been in politics his entire adult life. That's he has what he never does. not been in politics. And, and, and he's competitive you know he's he's somebody who wants to win oh yeah like you don't you don't get into the election winning elections business if you don't care about that or you don't have that kind of drive in you i also think like the way they asked the question the who, uh, whoever it was who was asking yeah, i didn't the recognize the people that were asking i don't I, yeah but I, I yeah but the point is she she said senator sanders you know did you say that and he's like no i didn't say that i've been saying a woman could win the presidency you know since the 1980s absolutely yeah. you know and it's like, yeah, you've been saying a woman can be president. You have. That's a generality. And absolutely, we agree with you, and that's cool. But the issue at hand is the specific of did you say something that might be, you know, like you you wonder about the possibility, you know, like John Moore was just saying. Yeah. And uh, and then the, uh, the woman turned to, to Elizabeth Warren and said, how did you feel when he said that to you? And she, she said, well, I disagreed. You know, mm-hmm. like— that's about that specific <laughs> moment, that specific yeah. conversation. And I imagine it's it's easy for me to imagine that because, you know, the 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 hurdle of sexism is something she's had to confront her, her entire life, that it's something she's more alert to and sensitive to the nuances of and, and whatnot. And so when it comes up, he makes some offhand reference to it and he doesn't remember it or think it's important and it sticks with her and she's... Er, and and my understanding is I the whole story. I didn't find her angry or anything. A lot of the reporters said oh, she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's like no, she wasn't. She was. But well, I think I, I create drama. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Well, and I think this but whole a lot of the women announcers that were saying, "Oh, you know, she's got a bug." And it's like no, she didn't. She didn't yeah. behave any of those ways. Yeah, no, she didn't. But like the whole <laughs> the reason they asked the question at the debate in the They're first trying place to get well, it's because these stories had come out. And it was like, you know, back chatter, basically. And it was like, so were and I wouldn't be surprised if what happened was that they had this conversation and Warren was talking to some of her friends and was like, uh, and then he said, like, I'm not sure that a woman can win in this political environment. I'm not sure you, you know, you'll be able to overcome the sexism hurdle. And she's like, of course he did. Oh, my God, I'm so sick of that. And they go, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. You know, just like venting. See, to I friend. think more of it that there were staffers there and that one of them 
oh, setting. I don't think, I don't there think are staffers I, there because it was just them I, in her apartment. Yeah, I thought that's what they said, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, there were no other candidates there, but I think there was a staffer, somebody there that Could that, be. that leaked it because well, she would. I just don't even see her doing that with her friend. She is such a cool cucumber. I just want to say that know. this story was broken by CNN. It was broken by so somebody leaked it to CNN. Someone uh, leaked it to CNN, or they got it from someplace. Then people did not believe it. Then it was corroborated by a a better news agency. So <laughs> who corroborated then, it? <laughs> CNN is not on our approved list, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. Well, CNN they were the is announcers not on our that list. were saying that she was yeah. all upset. She was angry, and it's yeah. like no, she didn't. She show wasn't any of those emotions. She's she was annoyed. That they asked the question, um, actually. I think. Yeah, I mean, they asked the question incredibly poorly. Uh, and yep. then, uh, like, course, I I thought the moderators to... on the CNN side were terrible. Yeah. I really do. The The woman from uh, the Des Moines Register, though, excellent. Very on point. Yeah. And the fact that we don't know who they are is actually a good sign, that they didn't make the stories about them, really, yeah. too much. Because normally, you know, sometimes some yeah. of the questioners have... They've made the news the next day. So. Well, it really is, you know, high school drama. Did you hear what Brittany said to Steve at lunch today? Oh, my God. You know, and people <laughs> taking sides, yeah. you know. Did you hear what Warren said to Bernie? Oh, my God. <laughs> Are no. you serious? Like, ugh. For real? I love that voice. I yeah. love doing that voice all the time. You too. It's hard to, it's hard to get out and do that. <laughs> um, but then after the debate... Uh, I, I've seen a. I, I've seen. I, I know social media is not the real world. You know, not the whole world. But not at all. I've seen a lot of discussion about it on you know Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. And and from people like I don't like I'm like oh I didn't realize that person had strong opinions about politics and and there I've seen a how lot. were people coming down? Could you tell the Bernie supporters were the sick. Bernie supporters were like. Uh, you know, right, that's it. I'll never vote for Warren. She's the worst. You know, this is all, you know, basically like. Character assassination. Right. Kind of it's, it's like, she's terrible. She kept the whole thing up. She's lying. She's always been a liar. She's a politi- scheming political opportunist and has been her whole life. You know, <laughs> and again, she isn't the one who spent a career in politics. Bernie <laughs> yeah. is, but, you know, okay. And what are I people do, on the other side well, saying? Well, hold on. These are not indicative of all his supporters i really want to make that clear when we say like if you say bernie supporters these are bernie supporters that are complaining about it online yeah so selected that yeah there's there are thousands of bernie supporters that are probably not really caring about this or they're just slightly annoyed i just you know like we i want to make sure that we don't paint with mischaracterism too broad a brush that's all and and Warren supporters were any of those on the, on the? Uh, could you tell uh, the Facebook? The, you the, know I'm not the on Facebook. angry people. Yeah, yeah. there are angry people on both sides for yeah. sure. And what kinds of things did they? What was their problem? Is that uh, Bernie's a sexist? There's um, there's misogyny uh, on on in his camp. There's um, uh, there like of course he said that or something. So uh, they assume it's yeah. Bernie's got a history of hiring. Uh, 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 aggressive, angry sexists who will uh, uh, do terrible things for his campaign and then pretend like he he's above it all and you know he has no idea what you're talking about. So citation yeah. needed. <laughs> uh, look at articles written by Sadie Doyle, for example. 
She Not actually, uh, you know, she's, she's somebody I follow on Twitter, and she's like, oh, yeah, David Sirota, uh, his campaign manager. He ran the campaign, you know, four years ago. And, you know, uh, my criticism led to, you know, savage attacks and death threats and rape threats on Twitter and, you know, my personal, her personal emails and whatnot. You know, it, it's... Uh, you know, it is a tough world right now with, with you know, but you can, yeah. any politician can have somebody who's absolutely in their name, you know, out there with their own opinions of what they're doing. And it's very, it's very hard. I remember a campaign, this is a long time ago before social media, and people got carried away and they put um, stickers all over government property for one candidate for attorney general. And she was horrified. <laughs> She's like, that's that's public property. You can't put. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. And it was like all over, you know, a certain town. And it was like, um, and and people get excited and get carried away. And, it, you know, it's interesting to see how campaigns deal with them because those things happen as you get closer to the well, election. And, and campaigns need to be broad movements that if they're if they're working successfully at all, need to staff up in a hurry and ha- get Bring a lot in the of people. roving roving hordes and right <laughs> and and well and they need a lot of volunteers and enthusiasm and uh you know the like the fact that excuse me there are um i, I mean i i i i'm 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 mentioning the stuff i've read by uh, uh comments i'd seen by sadie doyle i mean i i haven't researched it in detail so i'm not like she's right and bernie's terrible because i mean i i don't know uh but it's just it's it strikes me that um, you know there's gonna be some crappy people who wind up working on campaigns, every campaign on every campaign every campaign yeah and, and and why the media focuses on it I never quite figure except for I guess it's a story it's well, exciting it, it's it's exciting. it's exciting and you know I mean there's a there's a level of like uh, you do know that guy is actually you know. Uh, um, Joseph Goebbels wearing a funny hat, right? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And they quickly return the donation. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, so there's like, uh, so there's that. And, of course, also, um, uh, uh, it, it can be over, I think it can be over, the influence can be overstated. But nevertheless, some of these people are, in fact, paid Russian actors trying to agitate things. I mean, you know, they're certainly like, oh, they want to fight about this? Fine. We'll help them, we'll help them out. We'll, oh, yeah, we'll you can see... Uh, um, Rabble Rousers. You can see... Man. Internet uh, Research Agency, right? Darren 05076 with no, I, with no picture um, on, on Twitter, like, talking crap about about <laughs> Bernie Sanders, like, eh, and, and using a weird hashtag. It's clearly you're a bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a throwaway account. Please stop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Get the bots out of politics. Can we talk for two seconds about the um USMCA, which they talked about in the debate just a little bit that Oh, that's the the show. trade thing that made that, it through the House that, that's went to the Senate and the the NAFTA thing that's his, that's that his, Trump want, feels like he can His Royal Highness yeah. is gonna sign. So yeah. Um, what about it? Well, I just thought it was interesting because they had different opinions, the folks in the in the debate. Yep. And um, just, of course, now that I've said that, I have to find my notes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be helpful. <laughs> it's always helpful. So uh, they asked him about uh, whether or not they supported the USMCA, which replaces NAFTA. And um, people, there were a lot of quotes and stuff from people hating it in the past. And then I guess the Democrats did a lot of work on it in the House. I'm trying to give the background so that it had a lot more environmental and labor stuff in it. 
So um, Sanders said, no, it's not good. It's still not good. Um, Warren said that there were some good things in it and that you take it and sort of move forward with it. Um, Klobuchar said um, she supports it. Same kind of comment, you know, you take the good. Uh, Biden said since environmental and labor got at the table, it's it's better and worth signing. Uh, let's see. And Sanders reiterated that they lost 400 million jobs and that it's no better than NAFTA. And I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Steyer. He said that you want to... Um, you want to undo the tariffs immediately and put in climate change. He was one of the few that yep. sort of put climate change in that. And Warren came back and said something like, um, everybody wants access to the U.S. markets, and we just have to use that as a trade barrier so that you don't let people into our markets until they comply with environmental right. and labor laws. So it was sort of a funny, you know, it was sort of just a funny, I thought it was a little bit more of a Rorschach as to where people stood and, and better. But I guess one of the questions is, how do you guys feel about the USMCA? Because it actually, it, it's been... It, I think he signed. I think the president signed it today, or he's going to sign it next week. Or honestly, I didn't pay much attention to it because it basically it looked like uh, NAFTA 2.0. Well, <laughs> NAFTA with a new coat of paint and a, and a Trump logo stickered on it. Basically, yeah. I, as far as I can tell, it's pretty much the same. And uh, to my way of thinking, the arguments before and against uh, the North American Free Trade Agreement sort of boil down to uh, against, it um, makes it really possible for uh, big corporations, for, for capitalism to uh, exploit people because now they've got a, access to a bigger market. And oh, multinationals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, you'll lose jobs in Massachusetts. Des Moines. Or Des Moines or wherever because uh, in the U.S. because uh, they can... They can hire people in Mexico who work for a fraction of the money, and you know the, that makes bigger corporate profits, and they love that. But the other side of it is that um, the possibility of using the leverage it, it, it creates to promote real change and benefit in in well, especially in Mexico, which you know, has a much bigger poverty problem. Yeah, and than I think the US. we can inspect now the, some of the labor and right. there's some extra enforcement. I think, or at least some folks have been saying there's more enforcement. But uh, you know, like if if it can be, it hasn't been. I don't yeah. think, but it can be used as a as a means to promote uh, uh, better pay and 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 uh, living conditions and labor laws and environmental laws and all kinds of things. Uh, throughout North America, like it can be used to raise the standard for everywhere in Mexico, especially and yeah. in Mexico too. That yeah. would be great. I, I, yeah. And you know, I think someone like, well, Bernie Sanders or my favorite Elizabeth Warren would do would have a shot at being the kind of person to do that. Yeah, you, know. you have to have the will. You have to have the will and the votes in the House and Senate and uh, so forth and so fifth. But you know. I don't know, John. Go ahead. Sorry. All I know about uh, the most I know about it is I've uh, when it was being debated and ri written, uh, there were a, a few diplomats that were talking to the press saying, "Oh my God, they keep changing things. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on?" Oh, because industry has trouble when it changes that much, or that it's no, because the administration was uh, off the rails. Oh. Because yeah, there's. 
there, there's no coherent vision. There's no discipline. Yeah, they, and there the weren't house, any, and they're understaffed. This is before the house got its hands. Yeah, because I think it. the house this has a, had it for almost a year now. Yeah, this is this yeah. is a year and a half ago that I re- yeah. that I remember it was. Um, it was I know the of, diplomats from f- from Canada uh, were going on the radio saying, "Okay," so and they were saying like, "How's it going?" And they're saying, "Well, we are dealing with people." that they were trying to be very diplomatic as their jobs. We are dealing with people that don't have a lot of experience. Yeah. And there were a lot of negotiations and there were a lot of ultimatums. Uh because that's how we operate. And I was like, ooh, oh, this, this yikes. is gonna be a good yeah. product at the end. Yeah. So it's it wasn't it wasn't it was kind there were they were really throwing the US market around and holding holding people holding a lot of things hostage to make sure that it went through which did not make them happy but through negotiation i think they i think they got to a place that it it was beneficial to everybody um and then the house got on it and rewrote some of it and so like the the increased um regulation and the environmental stuff so I think companies can't ask they can't sue the us to get access to the market, because there was a point there where they could do that. There would there was like some board, I think, well, I put and a, they got uh, rid of it. I think I put a an explanation of the differences between NAFTA and USMCA on on the Facebook and on Sweet. the uh, website. So if anybody listening would like to go to the Facebook right now or to the website when I post this on Monday, then you can see that. But um, yeah, I mean, my opinion on it, it's like yeah, it's it's updated nafta i think there are some updated uh rules on intellectual property and but it also kind of hurts uh importing like depending on like with uh with some manufacturing you know um there's some anytime you've been in a free trade uh you know customs union uh arrangement for a while uh a nation's economy sort of becomes adapted to it Mm-hmm. And uh, getting out of it, blowing it up, is going to have some serious negative consequences. Pain, pain for somebody, oh, yeah. definitely. Well, and, and I, that's the last time we'll talk about Brexit tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, Brexit! <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so we're five minutes. We need to. Yeah, go. we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a short break here. Play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs. Uh, but we'll be right back with more civil politics shortly. Uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, 
Northampton. You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Anthony, Mom said to take out the trash. But it's freezing outside. I know, but if we keep putting out lots of trash, it will warm up. Huh? What are you talking about? Global warming. Our trash gets burned and makes greenhouse gases. I kind of wish it went to the landfill instead. Methane is so much more effective than carbon dioxide. But why do you want to make global warming worse? I want to live on the beach. But the beach is only a few blocks away. Right, and if sea level comes up enough, we'll be beachfront. Melt those icebergs. Hey, I put all those papers, bottles, and cans in the recycling bin. Why do you put them into the rubbish? I read on the South Shore Recycling Cooperative's website, ssrc.info, that it takes a lot more fuel to make paper, bottles and cans from, ahem, virgin materials than from recycled stuff. Burn more fuel, more greenhouse gas. Before we know it, those obnoxious Sullivans across the street will be underwater, and I'll be having beach parties in the front yard. You're nuts. VFR listeners, this is Bob Balow. I'm at the controls in the VFR studio every Monday morning from 6 till 9 a.m. I play music and I talk. And I give the time and temperature. Also, I drink a lot of coffee. Then I go home. But I faithfully return every Monday morning, 6 till 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton. Forbes Library offers free access to computers, and now they are equipped with tools to make them easier to use if you are blind or have low vision. When you come into Forbes Library, you will find computers with JAWS screen reading and magnification software installed. Trained library staff are available to get you started. These services were brought to you with federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. Call 413-587-1012 to find out more. The Oblivion Express, old-school, free-form, eclectic radio programming every Thursday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio. Since 1981, the Oblivion Express has been traveling the musical spaceways in the Valley, an eclectic mix of music from the 1940s to today and featuring just about every genre, rock, jazz, blues, world, folk, reggae, and so much more. Join me, DJ Funkadelic Fern, every Thursday morning on the Oblivion Express. Hi, I'm Charlie. I fight fires and I save lives. My name's Renee. I'm a cardiologist. I save lives. My name's Anthony. I'm an EMT. I save lives. You don't have to be a professional to save a life. Firefighters, doctors, and others save lives. You can, too. Don't wait. To learn more about the warning signs and how you can help prevent suicide, visit save.org. In a crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. For the best in electro, new wave, funk, and dance, tune into Subculture, Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m., Listen from your computer, iPad, or phone by tuning into valleyfreeradio.org. Subculture, Friday nights, here on WXOJ. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. So, um... We're gonna, uh, we were thinking about pivoting uh, uh, in one way uh, as we came back from the break, and we're going to pivot it in a slightly different way because we were talking about the candidates running for the Democratic nomination and 
uh, uh, I was sort of making a joke about, you know, Tom Steyer. I don't think he's ever lost an election or won one or been in one at all. And, uh, uh, you know, just sort of disparaging him as sort of a irrelevant vanity candidate for all that he's managed to hang on for as long as he has. Well, and he believes strongly about the environment. I mean, he's sure. really one of the strongest proponents of doing something about I, it. Uh, honestly, my view, and this is, you know, take all the salt you want with this, all the grains you want with this, but just I think he'd be much better off uh, instead of running for a job that he's not really qualified for and that is hugely important. His other thing was impeachment for the last five years. Or right. Four years, uh, or three years. Or. I would I would use the fact that he's got tremendous amounts of money and set up a new news channel and it would take a, it'll take a while it'll cost a lot but he can set up like an alternative news venue that's going to focus on things like instead of so like not, the top news of the day isn't like Meghan Markle is moving to Canada it's uh you know uh possible uh hexavalent chromium poisoning throughout Australia you know like that's the news like so Greenland would... lost a cubic cubic mile of ice today you know, that kind of thing. So, um, I mean, just, so, so you're thinking it would be cable setting, news like CNN, MSNBC, Like Fox, Fox News. Yeah, so it would be a fourth. Right. And and explicitly, if you remember, Fox News was a, a, a huge money loser for over 10 years. You know, Rupert Murdoch just poured money into that. He said, like, right, uh, we're underwriting it. We're paying all these costs. It's available to every network, you know, every cable system. It was just included for free because he wanted it out there. And he knew that if it he could wasn't, just... When it first came on, that you had to pay extra to get Fox. Mm -mm. You had to pay to get cable, but... No, Fox was extra until you couldn't get it with the regular news packages because people, conservatives, were so interested. It was very interesting. Sort of like some of the channels that are like premium channels. In Boston, it was definitely a premium channel. Fox Fox News. I remember it always being just available. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe like, you didn't live in a conservative area. I lived <laughs> maybe in Maybe it was just like your cable package. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was just the cable package you in Andy. You just had the so back in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I have no recollection of the details anymore. But I just yeah. I, you know I, I know because wait. I lived in a conservative town and, and it cost Fox a, news I need to get Fox. I, I guarantee News you in the nineties. Uh, all right. Still, the early '90s. Yeah. I guarantee you, my parents. Ninety-one, maybe. Yeah, my parents. Ninety-three, didn't, I think. Ninety-three. Yeah. My parents didn't make any effort to get Fox News, but they had it. Yeah. You know. So, but anyway, so something like that. You know, if Tom Steyer could throw like, you know, ninety-six, ninety-six. You know, throw a pile of money into uh, getting something like that going. Yeah. I think that would be a much more better use of, of so his time. So put him in in charge of the um, cable tenor. You know, whatever it is. I can't think of the agency name that controls cable. Who's the guy who's the... Um, the FCC? Oh, is it FCC? Because it's FCC and somebody Ajit else. Pai? Yeah, aren't there two different groups that actually have some control over... FCC has no control over cable. Yeah. Sure they do. No, they don't. They did, briefly. But when they threw out the telecommunications law, Marky... They like don't the, have it. Like, if you're trying to control, like, what you can broadcast and stuff, they don't have control over cable yeah they have it over the phone and they have it over broadband but they don't have yeah. it over um i don't know i don't think broadband, broadband either just over the air over the and air. that's what i meant air rate like basically anything yeah. that goes through a public uh public use uses public um what if do you call it goes it, frequencies. through the air 
Yeah, then there you go. Yeah. Uh, if it's and I think part of it is telephone, but I don't. The, yeah, but the, the telecommunications FCC, rule was written for telephone. Yeah, actually, that's why you can have it. so much craziness on cable. They just the thing is that cable channels follow FCC a lot of FCC guidelines because then it's easier to sell TV. Well, to, at to first broadcast. people thought they were under them, but it's been a yeah, yeah. It's sort of a funny. So it's in a regulatory spot that's odd. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I mentioned all of that. So net neutrality is really going to happen because just, they uh, need to. Somebody needs to regulate it. So, so I mentioned all of this. Sorry, I, I, I yeah. sidetracked us. I apologize. <laughs> but I mentioned Tom. Oh, go ahead, Jammer. Sorry. Thing, sit. I'm glad you guys are sitting down. Tom <laughs> Steyer is in the next debate. Really? He made it already. There have been like ten polls out. He's gotten two polls over seven percent in early states. That just gets him in immediately. Oh, that's interesting. Twelve percent in Nevada and fifteen percent in South Carolina. Well, you know, they said that on some in some uh, areas, media areas, ninety-one percent of the ads are his. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's dumping ads. Yeah, ninety-one percent. Can you? We were in how Florida. We when we me and Stacy were in Florida, we saw so many Tom Steyer. Commercials. Is that an early state? I guess it is. Uh, no. Oh, but so it's, he's just it's, it's a state. tremendously important one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's he's had enough donors, and he and he has those two polls, so he is officially and in it's the next of the debate. Climate, crazy. His climate group and his impeachment group. So what were you, what were you going to say? I think people want to vote for billionaire. There's people who want to vote for a billionaire too. <laughs> well, just I was thinking, oh, Tom Steyer, you're just a, and and uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Sue Timberlake were like, yeah. you know who I think is going to take the whole thing? No, the Democratic the Democratic side. All right. Yes, not the whole thing, but your whole potato. All right. <laughs> is Go. Bloomberg. Right. I, I think Bloomberg's going to win it. Why is Mike Bloomberg going to become the Democratic uh, candidate? Because there's so much weakness in each of your candidates. And I don't mean that they're flawed. I think they're all wonderful and they could win and all kinds of things. But it's a really strange time. And I just, I, I, I swear it's more of an inkling. Of course, I'm always wrong because you, you guys know my if he was If he was taking donations, he would be in the next debate. Yeah. If he had the donations because he's already got 7%. four um, polls out of the out of the approved Democratic poll. I'm looking at the spreadsheet yeah. right now. He's got four polls, so Is he would be Is that real clear politics? Or? No. Oh, um, it's else. a it's a Google spreadsheet that someone upkeeps oh, that nice. um, marks down all of oh, the polls. compared to what the rules are for the primary, exactly. for the debates. Yeah. It only marks nice. down the, the, um, the polls that are accepted for the Democrats, uh, those 21 polls. So and he's not in because he doesn't take donations? You need yeah. 225,000 unique donations. And he's not taking dollar. any. And he's not ta- and taking any And he's really not more. taking any because Trump <laughs> said that, but that Trump took lots of donations. Oh, yeah. He's he's taking donations. But, yeah, he's not taking any money. Uh, he's already spent, a th- like— $200 million? I forget With everybody combined, he's spent, like, a third of the amount that compared to everybody else in the race. Like that amount of he spent like 170 million on on ads, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane the amount of money that he's dumped into this yeah. race. Uh, well, anyway, I and Tom Steyer is uh, doing the same thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but not just as, not at the scale. Well, he's been he's been building up a head of steam for a lot longer. He doesn't yeah. have to spend as lavishly just to get his name out there in the same mm. way. 
it is anyway it's sort of more of a it's not even an intuition it's just sort of looking at all the pieces and the parts here and so you know Iowa's very few electoral votes New Hampshire's you know maybe a little bit more so you think he's going to take Super Tuesday? I think he's going to take some South Carolina, maybe California. Who knows? South Carolina, really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, but then you think about if he actually won. You think the you think South Carolina, with its large contingent of African American voters, is going to vote for Mayor Stop and Frisk? No, mm. I don't think they'll vote for him. But I think the vote will be so split that I, I think mean, he's. I think Biden's going to take South Carolina. That's what I think. Ah. He's got a he's got a good base. What do we South got Carolina. a month? March third is that one? So, or no, it's a little bit before that, right? South Carolina's n- and then Nevada and then Super Tuesday. I forget when. South, South Carolina, Carolina, the only Democrat. End of um, February. The only Democratic uh, early poll from South Carolina that I have here uh, came out between the fifth and the eighth. Shows Bloomberg at two percent and Biden at thirty six. Yeah. Biden has the has the highest. Um percentage uh, yeah. of everybody i i don't know man so i could be dead wrong i just have this feeling and then i i think about if he did actually win the nomination who would he pick for vice president and maybe klobuchar the uh a republican would be south carolina actually. primary i believe is saturday the 29th of february oh so the very la- oh leap year day it's on a saturday is that right? Because that's that's what's popping up on my calendar. Is that last time? No, that's that's. I put some I put some dates in my calendar, and I'm like, like, did I get that right? I'm I'm suspicious of Mike Dow there, but uh, yeah, South But Carolina. here's the thing: Super Tuesday is March third, the following Tuesday. So yeah, I would Saturday, guessed. February 29th. But there you go. There, they're they're doing things differently. On leap year day, them. isn't that funny? Yeah, that's very funny. Good for Saturday. I love it. Right. That's unusual for a southern state to do. So that's the, that's, that's how amazing. progressive they're getting. They which need is good. everybody. We need to and do I mean, voting progressive on, on a with weekend a small at the very least. <laughs> so incidentally, it's 17 days to the Iowa caucus. Oh, God. And the New Hampshire primary. Who do you think is going to win The 1142. What? Uh, Iowa? No, de- Democratic primary. Oh, God, I have no... It's I have and three and a half weeks, 25 days to the uh, New Hampshire primary. <laughs> who do you, who do you <laughs> think's going to win Iowa, New Hampshire? So, I got myself so hard there. I don't, <laughs> I have, I have, I don't know. I, I, I think it's too close to call. You think that a bunch of them come out of Iowa and then they go to New Hampshire and then a bunch of them come out of New Hampshire and they I, go to... Well, I mean, I it could be... I think the results could be surprising and I think the results could have uh, real consequences. But, I mean... You know, like the last polling I saw suggested that um, that Warren, Sanders, Buttigieg, and Biden are all within about five points of Dead each other. Dead heat almost, yeah. You know, and I mean, so if they all get, say, between like 15 and 20 percent of the vote, you know, uh, then— All the other votes go to them through the caucus process, but— Right. Well, they but pick I, up, yeah, they I, all are in the fifteen to twenty percent range. It's like, well, they're all doing okay. I mean, you know, maybe one of them gets get, has has got some delegates, but like the actual number of delegates from Iowa is trivial. Yeah, it's tiny. And then you go to New Hampshire, and I'm like, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, like if if Warren or Sanders were were the only New England candidate in there, oh, and Deval Patrick's on the ballot in New Hampshire. <laughs> who we've heard nothing from. Have you yes. heard anything from him? Uh, I've 
No. Wouldn't be paying attention if I had, but no, I have not. He's, and of course, my my guy, the Republicans, on all those ballots. I think. Well, he's not in Iowa. I don't think. Right. Think so, yeah, but there's no there's no debates and um, there's no primaries. In like and even states. some of the primaries, they're not going to let him be yeah. on the. Yeah. <laughs> so Crazy. so like if Warren or Sanders were were the only candidate from a state adjacent to New Hampshire. And then they didn't do super well. That would eliminate them. That would be like, well, that's. But I mean, at this point, you know, like, like they're they're. I think that's one of the reasons why the tension between the two candidates, candidates, yeah, or candidate, of, candidate, one cam- of them campaigns. has to has to pull ahead, and the only way they can do that is if one of them gets out. Right, one of them's going to drop. Right, they're going to have to. They, they're Bernie went all the way last time. They well, he didn't have someone like Elizabeth Warren running against him last time. You know, he, I he, think what, he he was staking out the left wings exclusively. You know, I think Warren's going to drop out eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm and hoping then, it's uh, you know, like I know you like Warren. I I like both. I like I here. Here's the thing. I'm like you know, I don't think Bernie's the kind of guy to recognize reality and and recognize that he's lost until it's way too late. So yeah, you may be right. Warren may decide that she has to get out just to save the election from the party from destroying itself. Before I just the, want Bernizabeth Bern- uh, Warners. <laughs> That's all I want. I I I, I just co-presidents. <sighs> no, just that melding. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Some some things from both of them. Just I, yeah. I we just, haven't talked about the I just I just all. continue to think that Sanders is just a better choice for the actual job, which is a. You know, it's like this part of it's just personality, inclination, aptitudes, history. I just, you know, she's just can't see a woman president, huh, Mike? I can. <laughs> I I think she's far superior to Bernie in terms of actually running for the job. I mean, Bernie's got, you know, he's a great left wing agitator, and he has been. But you know, you don't you don't she's put. Not, she's she's uh, actually like uh, during one of my during my stream today, someone brought up a very good point. She's she is very good at campaigning and very good at talking about stuff. But it, yep. some, when something's out of the norm, it messes her up. Oh, I haven't seen what do you that. Mean? When when something is not when a, not like in the if realm. she's trucking along and she has and she's talking about the stuff that she cares about, she's really fired up, and then something and there's a hitch like the um like someone something comes out of nowhere like this like this thing with Bernie, uh, she's not handling it that well. I thought she handled it not in the, no no no. I mean like someone said, hey Bernie, we heard Bernie said this. Did he say that? And what happened? She says, "Yeah, he said it." No context. Like, what did he say? Like, there, there's, there was no. She should have gone further into it, or all because that would have nipped this in it. the bud. I don't think that it was possible for her to nip it in the bud once, once the ball had started rolling. No, nah, she, she, there could have been more uh, explanation from both camps, um, and. But I, I really think that when someone asked her the question instead of just having the simple thing, and I think sometimes she goes into politician mode and she tries to use different situations to to bolster her campaign, which she needs help with right now because she is, on real clear, she's like five points behind uh, Bernie. Yeah. But um, nationally? No, three, three points. Is that nationally? Mm-hmm. Uh, real clear average. Yeah. Uh, average the, of national. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with the the Native American stuff, like that was all dumb. It was, uh, but she did not handle that well. Nope. There, th- these 
sparks these um these these specific points that are important these are the important parts because you can you're we should judge someone partly on just how they would do the job but also how they would do how they would do the job when nothing is going right yeah when there's and a surprise and how bernie, their judgment is yeah and bernie is excellent at is he has a very quick mind something happens and he can he can twist that around. Any question he has, he can twist he, it. He can pivot to railing against the millionaires and billionaires from, from anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. What hey, Bernie, what, what's Buddha, the... Buttigieg, do you think he has that talent even though he no. may be too young? No. Not yet. Not yet. He's he's terrible at that. Oh, he's he terrible just gets, at that. He just gets mad. Yeah, he got mad when Elizabeth Warren zinged him about the wine cake. He couldn't, he couldn't respond. He mm. needed like if he if he responded with like oh yeah blah 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 or like kind of laughed it off he could laugh it off or he could um, he could have said well this is this is how things are and he could have explained it better no is he that just, what you mean when you say game he's got game or not really not I mean exactly. in the this ability, situation yeah he does smooth, not have game yeah sort of be able to smoothly just he's not good and, he's yeah. not good at the game that's what yeah. it, like he's. Mm. He's a small town mayor running for for the highest office. Just the jump. Yeah, he's not hasn't good at it. Hasn't been a general. You and know, he's, he's and in he, the military, but he hasn't been a general. And he's you learn nothing. How to, and he's young. He's just he he needs more seasoning. Yeah. And also, he's way too centrist and bland. But anyway, <laughs> we didn't talk about impeachment. I, I, the, the thing <laughs> I, mean, I the find thing I that happened with impeachment is that they swore they've they, been sworn in. They yeah. sworn they've been sworn they, in. Things uh, start on Tuesday. Yeah. They took an oath and they actually had to sign too. That was very cool. Yeah, to sign their name and they have to sit there quietly on pain of imprisonment. So that'll be fun. With no phone, that'll be harder for the young people than the old people in the Senate. I I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I, I just. Uh, uh, you mentioned Buttigieg. It's fascinating to me that he's more popular with older voters than Bernie is, and Bernie's a lot more popular with younger voters than 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 Buttigieg is. No so. accounting for taste. Eh, it's a matter of knowing what you want. Um, anyway, so we are going to wrap up here with civil politics tonight. Uh, Subculture will be coming up soon. Uh, we're going to have a, a podcast of the show uploaded to the various podcasting services like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., 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 hopefully this weekend. There should be an encore presentation of this show next Monday. So if it's a Monday afternoon, that's us. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to check out our sh- uh, more about our show, civilpoliticsradio.com is our website. All right. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.